Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house and I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on my hallways. Thankfully, FrameBridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip-hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast. Three moms can grow with parenthood, relationships, and the WTF moments of our daily lives. Guys, I'm literally taking 10 rapid tests, and they're all negative. I did one PCR test, and that is positive. So I'm honestly so confused as to how this works. And I've done different brands of rapid. So do I have COVID? I just don't know. My throat and my voice is gone, but that's just because I'm a screamer. Oh, you're a screamer, <laughs> huh? What were you screaming about? I feel, like, I feel like all of our voices are like raspy because coming back from Vegas, it's like the smoke, everything like that. I'm just, I'm like over it. So who knows? I don't know. It is what it is, but I'm happy to be back on the podcast 
I feel like we haven't all been on a podcast together. Today we have a very special guest on the podcast. So let's introduce ourselves. My name is Cheyenne. I am Shane. My name is Arkyle Lynn. And we have a really special guest with us today. Her name is D-Lo. And she's very close to my heart. Um, I've known her, it's been only, what, four years, maybe? Been about four, years. four years. Wow. Time flies. How did you guys meet? <laughs> Do you, you want, want me to say it? <laughs> Yeah. Well, first of all, hi, ladies. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Um, again, my name is D-Lo, and I met Shannon through um, my old roommate, Martin. And Martin and Shannon used to date. And, you know, from there, Shannon began um, doing my hair and styling it and everything. And from there, you know, we just created our own relationship and our own friendship, and we are still friends to this day. So, yeah, we met like that. I think it was actually- Oh, my God. D-Lo and Kyle have the same hair. I know, Cheyenne. (laughs) (laughs) Already peeped game, sis. (laughs) I didn't notice it until she said that Shannon does her hair. I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) Yeah. It was a forever bond because I feel like I remember we went to Runyon and it was like around the first time you just got there too, huh? Yep. DeLorean is from, sorry, D-Lo. It's okay. No, you can call me De- either one. I am not. Uh, it's okay. Wait. So when she moved in with Martin... It, like it was automatic bond. Like when we got, we found out that we're both Libras, and we were, we were just clicked. We were like, ah, oh, all right. Yes, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I love. When is it. your birthday? I'm September thirtieth. Oh, you're a September Libra. Yes, oh. indeed, September thirtieth. Yes, birthdays yes. <laughs> are a day apart. They're both Libras, so I'm the only Virgo here. Whoa, y'all. Outnumbered. Uh, <laughs> and you didn't feel weird dating a guy that had a female roommate? No. Full time, he was like, he kept telling me, he was like, my best friend's coming out here to stay with me. He, like, and he told me, he was like, if my homegirl's gonna come, da da da, da da da. And at first, I was like a little iffy because my insecurity is in the past. But then once mm. she was there, I mean, like, there was nothing. I mean, they were friends. They were cool. Like, no. I can honestly say it's so crazy. Like, throughout all the roommates I've had, like, I live by myself now, but I'm just thinking, like, from undergrad up until I moved to L.A., Martin was actually, like, one of my best roommates. (laughs) Like, we literally stayed out of each other's hair. You know, we had house rules. And we're both adults, you know. <laughs> we, you know, we were both adults, so it was it was never an issue. Like I literally look at Martin as a brother, like literally family. And I knew when I came out here, I was on a mission. I ain't got time for nothing else extra. I just needed a bedroom. So, yeah. <laughs> your 
here to LA. Like, I don't think the girls know, you know, exactly like why you came to LA, your journey to Detroit, um, what you did in Detroit as well. And now I found your journey so beautiful. Um, Thank you. Can you grow from when I met you? And you're like, link me with people to help, you know, like, and you're like people that are not from LA. Um, are so much more motivated than people that are already here and think. Like, I mean, I feel like we've talked about this before, but your your dedication for work, for jobs, and all that, um, I think it's just a really great journey to where you are now, where you're fully booked. I was, I asked when I asked, I was like, I hope she's not booked right now. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Always for you. Now I'm curious. I'm like, what do you do? What would you be? What What are you booked for? Like, ooh, shit. <laughs> where do we start? So, um, I'm actually a stand up comedian, actress, model, writer, and producer. And right now, I have been really heavy in my stand-up bag. And also, I've been booking commercials back-to-back like crazy. Um, I was blessed with an agent back in January. And ever since January, it's been like on the up and up. Um, There's a new show coming out. I can't say the network yet, but it will be premiering in the fall that I just finished wrapping up. So... I've been on set like for just months. So yes. Yeah, I'm all around. I'll be I'm booked everywhere. Wait, did I hear you say stand-up? Oh yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian, yes. Oh, you I was about to say you funny. I'm funny yes. as fuck. <laughs> but I'm funny as real, like Yeah. I'm funny as fuck. I'm actually good. And I started off actually doing stand-up i didn't start off like on social media with the videos and stuff i've been doing stand-up for six I do years this in real life. yeah no for real like i have to differentiate unfortunately like i have to let it be known like no i'm not an instagram comedian i can actually go on a tour and be successful so yeah <laughs> that's, that's cool. awesome so tell us about your very first show, the very first show you did. So the very first show I did, it's crazy. Uh, I went to like this open mic type of comedy show, talent showcase. I was This was when I was in Detroit and I went with a group of friends and they had known at the time that I was writing material, but I, I didn't call myself a comedian. I had just been writing my jokes um that I was like just telling in person so my friends knew and they were like you should enter the contest and I'm like I'm not about to do that like I've never stood up and did this before and so I entered the contest and I ended up winning second place and I was like oh wow I, I maybe can do this but I didn't pick up a mic again until an entire year later so it took me like a year to really digest that. And then I came back and I produced my own show and I sold out. And from there, it was just up. That's cool. Um, okay. you, are you currently a host at a comedy store? Place? Yeah, so I'm actually a host and the booking coordinator, basically assistant manager to the club. It's a Black-owned Female comedy club on Melrose near Fairfax. 
and I've been working there for a few months now. Um, I was actually there last night, and um, I actually may be going back in tonight. So, yeah, I am doing that as well. I want to go to a comedy show. Well, I have a show. Yeah, I want to come. So, feel free to come. Um, make, I'll definitely make sure we exchange social medias. I always post my shows on there. So, definitely would love you ladies to come. Yeah, well, at the show you said that you, you went host, to school. What school did you go to? Uh, I went to Michigan State. Okay, my daughter's dad is from Grand Rapids. Oh yeah, Grand Rapids is right near East Lansing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <sighs> uh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say the shows that you host. Do you guys have open mics there? Like, is it a place where up and coming or? Other stand-up comedians or just people can come and practice their material or, you know. Yep. So have I, we have, yes, the comedy club is open for everyone. We have mon uh, open mics literally throughout the entire week. And you can sign up on Slotted. If you go to our Instagram page, it takes you right to the link. Uh, we also have produced shows, so anyone who wants to come and book a show, no matter how established you are, you can book the show for how many hours you need, you know, if it's available. And yeah, we host different types of events as well, pop-ups, uh, movie premieres, you name it. That's cool. That's Thank you. Really cool. I, it's funny why, like... We can live in certain cities, but not even know certain things are going on, like... I know I used to go to a, a poetry lounge near Mount Rose in Fairfax, but I've never actually really been to like a comedy club. I think I've been to one comedy show. Other well, than that, yeah. comedy is still pretty new to me. You got to come check me out. I will definitely make sure that you know about my upcoming shows. Yes. Cool. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Being from Detroit, what do you think are the biggest differences? Like, how was it adjusting to L.A. culture, L.A. life, um, just figuring out your way out here? Um, the biggest culture shock, it's a lot of white people, a lot of different ethnicities and cultures and races to adjust to. And I can be very honest about that. A lot of people won't be vocal about that. I come from literally the blackest city in the America. So it's like having to adjust from being around literally my people to being in such a big melting pot. Um, it's yeah. been a hell of a transition. It really has. Um, I, pump, I come from a place that is very cultured, um, very united, and, and we're big on community back home. So being out here, I've had to navigate and really find my tribe that's for me, who supports me, and who I can simply relate to. So that's definitely been a huge adjustment. I've been out here uh, almost five years, and I'm still adjusting to that and still, you know, finding people that I can bring into my village that I feel a thousand percent comfortable around. So I feel like that's hard anywhere you go is like, figuring out your village even if you're from here like we're born and raised from here and I was just talking to one of my friends about how I feel like we go through cycles as women um 
of like when you grow and like who's in your circle yes. and not everybody gets to come with you not and i've had to have those tough conversations with friends where it's like yeah we have a good time together but i'm trying to go this way you're going you're saying stagnant so I we gotta do a reevaluation on our friendship exactly. almost. Absolutely. And that's right. like friend hand in hand like anywhere you're at, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What modeling have you done? Um, I know that you've done some stuff for Fenty. Have you done any other work? Um and I know that you've made a movie recently. I don't know if you mentioned that. Um but tell us more about like screenwriting and yes. what goes into that. Yeah. So I've modeled with a few different brands, um, Savage Fancy, Fashion to Figure, Fashion Nova, Reb Dows, uh, Shop Love Vera, well, who Salt and Lace Lingerie. Um, I'm sorry, Lingerie, <laughs> Lingerie. <laughs> um, and like three other companies. I'm actually in talks with uh, Lizzo's new company, Yiddy. So I'm hoping all goes well with that. I would love to transition into that for sure. Um, and last summer, I went back to Detroit and filmed my short film, which was written and executive produced by me. And it was a blast. Like, it was a hell of a project. It was a lot of love and labor was put into it, but I'm excited to see the finished product. I know it's going to be good. So how did you get like involved with all like the modeling and stuff? Was that through an agent or like, did you hit up companies? So like, say if there was a girl who was similar to you, similar style, figure, shape, and they want to get into like the modeling world, can you give advice how to break down some of those barriers or walls or how to get into the door? Yeah, absolutely. So I will say um, I linked with Savage probably a year before COVID started. And what I was doing at the time was I was just buying outfits, ordering outfits and doing shoots myself, creative directing them myself shooting them on an iPhone or having a friend shoot me. And then I would, post the content on Instagram and literally tag whatever company it is. And I did that for a few months and Savage Fenty ended up DMing me. And from there, the rest was history. Um, a lot of other agents, uh, companies that I've worked with, they pretty much have done the same. They see my content. I normally tag them in something and they'll hit me up. And like my best piece of advice is to just do it. And literally stay consistent and put yourself out there. Like, it doesn't matter what people may say because people are going to talk and let them do that. But, you know, if you're focused and goal-oriented, just go and chase after, you know, whatever it is that you're seeking. So I just put myself out there. Like, I wasn't about to wait, you know, on an agent. I'm like, if I get an agent specifically for modeling, they'll find me. They'll come to me. I wasn't going to break my neck doing all that. I just put myself out there. I literally feel like I did the same exact thing like when I was trying to first start and grow like my following and just like get like brand deals through social media. I would legit buy their stuff, get like a photographer for that day, 
go around the city, take all this content, and then just have my city ready. I mean, have my content ready for those next two weeks. Tag the companies. I would literally tag the companies, then DM the companies and be like, did you see? (laughs) Just making sure y'all saw what I did, right? Because to me, then it's more organic, and they're willing to see, like, that you're putting your own money, effort, time, um, creativity creativity into it. Like, then they'll give that back to you. So hearing you say that, I'm like, yep, I did the same exact thing, literally. Okay, kudos to this. (laughs) It does work. It's Cheyenne's always telling me, like, just post, just post. And posting is like, I see the benefits, like, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not you, Cheyenne. Like, I have to play a different role. (laughs) But now I'm like... I've gone into posting more and I'm starting to see the effects of it. And I'm like, oh, this does like it works, you know, whether you're trying to do it or not. If you put the effort in, if you share yourself, like people gravitate to it. You know, people do appreciate authenticity and they that you do putting yourself out there helps motivate, inspire like other people to do it with themselves. So it's um. Keep it going. Thank you. Same to you. Same to you. And it's cool to hear that it's gone from different brands, you know? So it's, um, they see you and they're like, we like what you're doing. They, they, (laughs) thank you. Um, I have a question about your, your movie that you did. How is that process? Like what was the process of, you know, I guess writing this script of how long that took you and then the whole filming process. How, what was the time frame of all that? Ooh, um, <laughs> let's just say a year later, I'm still getting over it. <laughs> like I'm still exhausted. Yeah. Um, so the script actually, the script probably was written and trashed probably about four times Uh, I have been working on the script since around 2018 I wrote it out didn't like it so I created a writer's room wrote a full-blown script with them Um, it still wasn't there so then I took matters into my own hands and I wrote the script by myself and I was like okay now I feel good and at this point this was last year, January, and at that point, I had had, you know, um, some things under my belt with writing, so I felt a little more experienced. I felt better in 2021 versus in 2018 and 2019 when I first tried to write it. So once I felt good about the script, I created a production team. I put out a casting call and crew call for that. And I had people from L.A. and Detroit. So we were taking Zoom calls from, like, January until June. Um, just honestly creating everything that needed to happen, the whole rollout for filming. So hired a team when I got to Detroit, um, a camera crew, which cost me lots and lots of money. <laughs> and... Um, a director and you know I was very serious and very intentional about it I put a lot of time and money into it because I really want to be able to take it and pitch it and you know see it turn into something amazing so 
you know, it's a long process creating any type of feature film. It's not lighthearted. It's not like an Instagram post. Um, it takes time and you have to seriously be dedicated. I'm literally still in post-production a year later. And one thing I had to tell myself, you have to give yourself grace. I'm not a millionaire yet. Um, this is literally self-funded. And so um, just kind of just sitting back and taking the entire process in um, and just sticking around for the ride and seeing where it's going to go and staying hopeful. So Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. That's good. Have you already pitched or like given out the film that you created? So I actually have pitched it to one of my favorite companies. Um, they're excited. This is like my third talk with them about something else since I've been in LA. So um, that kind of gave me a little hope. I'm not, I take everything with a grain of salt, you know, that I'm not like crazy attached to what we talked about because hell this is Hollywood people can tell you right. yes and and then tell you no a month later so um it just kind of gave me a boost but I have not pitched it to a lot of people just yet I want to do a premiere here and in Detroit and I want to take care of all of that before I go into like full-fledged pitch mode which is my goal for 2023 when you say one of your favorite companies what do you mean by that like when you, like for me, when I think pitch, I'm thinking you're walking into like this huge Viacom building because that's <laughs> my, you know, that's my world. So it's like what, you don't have to tell me exactly what building you walked into, but like what would be that version for you? So it's actually funny because I believe Shannon was in the car in 2019 when I did my first pitch with this company which was across the street from Paramount it was at WeWork I believe in Culver City oh so you said what didn't we drop you off yes 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 yep yep this was uh when I was fresh here um, so that that pitched me to it. It's kind of like what you said is is walking into one of these big ass buildings or these studios and uh, showing them what you have. But I can honestly say that time in 2019 when Shannon and Martin dropped me off for that pitch meeting, that was probably one of the worst meetings I have ever had in my career. I was so unprepared. I was so unprepared. And now I can say I take it as a learning lesson. I've grown from it. I learned from it. But 
I was so unprepared and so arrogant. You know, I walked in there like, okay, give me all the money and all the deals. <laughs> and they were looking at me like, bitch, who are you? <laughs> oh, um, a pitch meeting. Uh, what I will say, bitch, be prepared. And I mean, be very prepared. What things you, what things would have you been more prepared with going in there? Man, oh my God. The knowledge about myself and mm. what I was bringing to the table. Like, I just was not prepared. Again, this was me fresh out of Detroit coming to a place like this. And, you know, in Detroit, we don't have these types of experiences. And so this was my first round. So, you know, they had reached out to me because they loved my YouTube series that I did. So I thought that was enough. And instead of coming with a full pitch deck, a proposal, a business plan, a plan for the future, I came in there thinking they had a deal ready for me to sign away. I'm shit the next Easter Ray. Like, what's up? So, and that just was not the case. That wasn't the case at all. I should have came in there in my fucking business suit presentation on deck i should have had knowledge about the company knowledge about the producers that were there i should have been giving them facts about themselves i should have told them what the fuck their middle name was you know what i'm saying like it's just things like that that i did not do and now four years later i can say i'm ready confidently to walk into a pitch meeting and seal the deal i love but that i feel like if you did not have that experience you wouldn't be ready to do it like how you you know how you need to do it i think and a lot I of people i should have asked for help you can ask for, that's and that's something that i've had to learn I with meetings where i've gone to meetings and i've been like oh wait i was i was not prepared so there's times now where i'll ask you know what do you expect of me or is there an agenda to the meeting um you know what? What do I? What materials do I need to bring? And that's the other thing we do. We can ask, but it's we need those reality check moments at times so that we can actually get focused and be like, oh wait, shoot, this is really serious. But at the same time, it's like, oh, I I was in the room. I got in the room, so I know I can get back in the room. You know, if need be, like that. I I belong mm-hmm. here. I'm supposed to be here. Like they call, you know. So yes. it's um. Those little learning lessons are so pivotal. So I'm actually very excited to, you know, kind of keep up and see what you do. What is the, yeah. can you share the title of the film or if there's like any social media yeah. or a website where we can Absolutely. kind of yeah. journey? It's called Keep It on the D-Lo. Um, and it's, uh, it started off as a web series. It's on YouTube and it's Keep It on the D-Lo. And what I did was I took it and created a movie where um, it's starring me and I'm at a point in my life where I want to move out of my parents' house and chase my dreams in LA. But in the midst of me trying to do that, um, I commit a very huge crime and I have to flee out of Detroit. So I'm leaving right there. It's really good. Now I'm like, ooh. Right, me too. I'm like, wait, you talking this more? Is this based on true events? <laughs> Look, this is being recorded, sisters. I can't say <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna like me. <laughs> oh, we know nothing. We know nothing. <laughs> oh, look, we know nothing. But I will I will make sure you ladies are at the premiere. I will absolutely make sure of that. This sounds really cool. 
I think this is cool. Right. I have, one of my really good friends in high school was went to like film school and film classes um, in camps. And it's a very intense process. Oh. And it's um, so all hands down to you because it's a lot of patience. Yeah. I'm, I love to write and I love words and I know I can get into a writing groove and then I can like see it another day and be like, no, like, what was I thinking? Oh, man. Uh, Listen. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, um, I always say writers, there has to be a little, you have to be kind of like a little, um, what is it? Almost like a masochist at times, just cause you're always critiquing yourself and just like, it's hard being a, a creative in that sense, but it's a, I love it. I think it's great. So I think it's cool that yes. you're doing this. It's very inspiring. Yeah. How do you come up with your jokes? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Can we hear some, some jokes? Like, like where's the comedy like at? Do you Girl. use like, <laughs> happens in your life or is it just something you dream and you take notes at night or like, are all your jokes really reflective of some real shit? Everything I tell on that stage has happened. Everything. Um, that's one thing I pride myself. Huh? No, I'm just laughing how you said everything. <laughs> Every everything on that stage. But I, I really talk about me being um, a a black woman from Detroit, growing up plus size, um, growing up, you know, discovering my sexuality. Um, I'm a bisexual. I have a girlfriend transitioning from Detroit to LA. Um, just every single thing you can think of, I talk about. And it's all my life experiences. And I've learned to literally like just turn a lot of the negatives into positives. Like when I go on stage, I just let it all the fuck out. So uh, when I first moved here, I landed on Revolt TV had a comedy show called Funny AF um, on their station. And so I landed on the first season of that. So I have a special um, that's still airing. It's, it's It still plays. So Does it? Um, if you guys ever want to check that out. I'm sorry? I said, does it still run? That's what you were just saying? Yep, it still runs. I love that. It's yes. Do you yes, have yes, like so? Do you have like your top favorite jokes? Like these are the five jokes that I know are my hitters. Like if the crowd was still, yes. these are the five that I know y'all gonna give me some type of reaction. Yes, yes, I do. And that is actually any comedian, any good, great comedian should have. A, a set and that's about five good five jokes that they know will hit anywhere anytime and that's actually what comedians do we practice the same set for years the even the set that i performed on Revolt tv in 2019 i'm still perfecting that and it's already aired you know so yes i have five jokes that if Motherfucking Dave Pell, Kevin Hart, anybody came to right now and black perform. I'm like, okay, I got something for that ass. <laughs> so, yes. I like that. I have some, I have a question. Um, your short term mm -hmm. and your long term goals as of right now? Ooh, my short term goals is to continue to pay this fucking rent. Oh. I feel that. Okay, seriously, short-term goals. Honestly, 
honestly, my short-term goals are to perfect, take time to perfect what I have going on now so that I can create some real-ass long-term goals. It's been a crazy few years, and I feel like my world has definitely shifted, and I've had to, you know, go back to the drawing board so many times. So I'm just in a place where I have to be real with myself, like, what do I really want? So honestly, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, these are my five long-term goals. No, I don't know them yet. I don't because I'm back at the drawing board right now. So, And I'm okay with that. I think that's a real answer because things are always shifting, always new things. Things are being taken away or coming in. So I feel that 100%. 100%. Shannon, do you have your short-term, long-term goals? Um, my short-term is, same as DeLorean, is to continue to keep myself afloat um, just as a single mom and to keep providing and getting to my next level of where I feel like it keeps coming. And then I'm like, eh, I get kind of nervous. But my short term is just to continue to work and get higher and where I want to be in the industry. I don't know what happened. It just like shut off. Yeah, but you back. See, that's the universe telling me, hold on, nigga. You need oh, to. They were asking about goals and they were like, nah, we don't want to hear those things right now. No. I was asking Shannon if she had her short-term and long-term girl goals. Do you have long-term ones, Shannon? My long-term is to what I um is to get that house. This house keep me and Parker in a good space. Um, I really it sounds stupid. But I really, for me and Parker's sake, I feel like yeah. Parker's dream is for me to get a Tesla. I would love to have a Tesla. But I, I said, Mommy cannot have a Tesla in this apartment. So I would need <laughs> a nice place to place my Tesla. So I think those are my long-term, um, just to continue to travel with my career. Um, and I feel like those are all in my horizon. I feel like everything that I feel like I want in my life are in my horizon. I just have to keep pushing for it. I feel like it. that. I like that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house and I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on my hallways. Thankfully, FrameBridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store and print whatever kind of images I want for my home. Whether it's a travel souvenir, my favorite photos from my travels, or just pictures of my kids, I know it's gonna get done and it's gonna look good. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free secure prepaid packaging or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm gonna take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. I love to see things that I've done and experienced in life and they motivate me to work even harder. When you think of FrameBridge, just remember it's easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. It's fair and transparent upfront pricing based simply on the size of your item. There's a curated selection of frame styles with design experts on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame. There's fast service, free shipping, and it's great for gifts. Order online or get expert help at a retail location near you. And don't forget, happiness is guaranteed. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they'll make it right. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. I was going to say, Cheyenne, what's your short-term and long-term goals right now? Short-term would be as far as like the next few months of my life <laughs> is to survive. I'm trying <laughs> okay. to survive right now. I have so much going on between filming Teen Mom. Um, we found out that we close on our house the same week as our wedding. Yep. And I'm looking up and I'm just like, God, you've been testing me so much. I'm just trying to figure out what we got going on right now because... Why would you do that well, to me? Well, you know me? what they say, when it, rain, it, when it rains, it pours. Yes, and the builder was like, isn't that such a blessing? You get to get married and, and, and close on your house the same week? And I'm like, no, no, it's not, sir. Do you, 
Do you want me to be just broke forever? It's Do you want me to be able to pay the mortgage? Blessing. Let me know. So short term short term goals is to literally get through these next two months. These next two months, I'm still filming Teen Mom. We're about to film a new season of Teen Mom Family Reunion. I'm gonna actively be closing on my house while I'm filming away from LA. And be when I get back from Teen Mom Family Reunion, I only have a few weeks, if that, before my wedding. So those are my short-term goals, which in my head are like long-term goals. Do you know what I mean? So I guess the long-term- writer starts a new school. Hey, Whitey's starting kindergarten. You guys, I I put Ryder's new uniform on here the other day, and Kyle sat on the couch and sobbed. (laughs) (laughs) He was crying when I put her uniform on. It was too much for us to handle. I was Um, so excited. You know, it it, it really means a lot. It's so much happening in the matter of, like, weeks, and it's a lot to handle. So my long-term goals would be I really want to have our house paid off within the next four years. Mm-hmm. I want to travel a lot more. I want to be a better saver. I want to find a church home <coughs> like within our new community since we're moving out of the city. And I really just want like a fresh start. So I guess that's kind of short-term and long-term all mixed in one. Kyle, what you got for us? Love it, love it. Next. So short-term, I've been working on this. Zaire, come on. I've been working on this um, self. My child does not want me to be great right now, y'all. Um, short-term, I, the last few years, I've been working on relaunching the 18th letter, which is kind of like my passion project of, it's all like self-care, self-love, self-preservation. So I've been working on a box, like a, a, a kit for that. I'm getting really close because I have the products for the kit now. So that's kind of like my short-term, just in finish of, just in terms of getting that finished, that project, um, so that I can you know, better secure my long-term goals, Um, which is right now, it's like a short long-term, like my midterm goals right now is moving to DC. Um, That's happening. And just figuring things out, you know, just getting my family situated. But long-term, I do want to travel and be able to take my business with me, work remotely, work wherever I am. I want to be able to help provide services to women, um, Primarily, like, pregnancy and childbirth recovery services, um, just because they aren't really made available to hear us, to us women in the States. So that's kind of like my long term, just in terms of spreading that stuff, those resources, getting those kits out, bringing those options to as many women as I can. So that's, those are my, my two main goals right now. Well, I just want to thank DeLorean for coming on today. Is her name DeLorean? Oh, I'm like, are we done already? Yeah, I was like, is that it? No. I still have have another question. I I don't know if she can. I'm going to hop off because I think that the dog people are here. The dog people are here? Okay. I'm going to text you guys when I can hop back on, okay? 
But if I don't make it back onto this episode, y'all, I wish you guys have a good week. And I wish you guys just continue to be blessed. I have a long list of WTFs ready for you next episode. The WTF list is long as fuck. All right, I'm you gonna give gonna us say one that. right now. I can't. I, I'm being okay. screamed at. But next episode, I got you guys. I promise. And I love you. And we'll talk soon. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Shy. Wait, do you want to if you had? Some- yeah, I still have another question. If, okay. If, you're, if you have time, Shannon. Yeah. Um, and Dilo. No, so yeah. you said you um have a girlfriend. Did you come to LA with your girlfriend? Did you date in LA? I'm always curious to hear people's dating experiences. Um, just out here in LA, especially those who aren't from here. Yeah. No, actually, it's so crazy because I never dated a man in LA. I uh, was leaving a relationship, well, a situationship when I first moved here. So I was kind of healing from that for like the first year. And then after that, like I went on like some few pointless ass dates with some scrubs. And then I was like, all right, I'm over it. And then I started just one day magically dating women. (laughs) And and it's been history ever since we've almost we've been together for almost a year and it's been great <laughs> was this your first um female relationship yeah it's my first full-blown female relationship yes oh but i'm not new uh-huh. i said is it feel more or comfortable in the other male relationships that you've, or female relationships that you've been in? You know what? I have said, I have really come to the conclusion um, that yes, this is a very, it's very much comforting. This is a really great relationship. And my advice to the human race is, I feel like a lot of people would be happier if they dated who they really liked and who they were comfortable with. I hate that they paired us as supposed to be men and women, but I feel like a lot of women would be happier with other women and a lot of men with other men. So this is the most stable. <laughs> love this is literally the most stable relationship I've been in. So yeah. That's good. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. I'm happy to hear that. Thank you. Shoot. I'm over here trying to figure out <laughs> Hey, listen, let me tell you, I said, I I can't deal with no more men. I said, I'm done with that. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Next. Treat me right. So sorry, my child just will not sit still, so I got to keep him distracted. It's okay. Dilo, as a creative (laughs) in LA, as like a a business person... Are there any things that you are trying to manifest for yourself or like relationships that you are seeking? Um, you know, if, if you could like shoot your shot, like, like, what do you, what do you, what do you want? What do you see for yourself? I would love to be a writer for scripted television. Like I would love to be in a writer's room for like Issa Rae's camp or even Quinta Bronson or, Black Lady Sketch Show, like being in a room like that, I know would just be magnificent. That would, you know, literally 
be aligned with the things I've been doing over the past six years. And that would be a major, major goal for me to land in a writer's room as a writer for one of these amazing Black TV sitcoms. Cool. Yeah. Do you, um, if someone were to say like, hey, I could get you a call with so-and-so or get you an email, do you have like your, like your, your package together, your reels, like? Like yes, what do you, what do you I give? do. They, uh, yeah, so I would I give people um, a writing sample, list of former Ooh. clients, a reel of any productions I've written on or been a part of, and just sell myself as much as I can. That's a lot in itself of selling who you are to other people and making them believe in you yes, and taking on your stuff. Like it's just I can I can only imagine me being in the industry as a hairstylist. It's hard to sell myself and showing my my creative work for set and stuff like that. But just imagining in a different aspect of selling yourself and your right your type of writing, your personality, all of yes, that. It's a lot, and it it sucks when things don't necessarily go the way you you know envision to, and getting a lot of um knows is it can be very daunting and I, I don't think people talk about that a lot having to kind of take those punches to the gut and to the chin it's it's been crazy because yep. I've been you know I've been getting a lot of no's and I just keep telling myself it's like okay soon enough it's going to be that one yes and it's going to be up from there so do you, what do you tell people that a lot of no's during like how you said you're getting no's right now, what is what is some advice for to keep pushing forward? Girl, I'm keeping real. It's you have yes. Um it's either this or you gonna go back home and live with your mama. So to anybody else <laughs> out there, bitch, just think ahead. It's either this or you going back to live with your mama and them. Like flat out. That is really the best advice. It's like do or die at this point. And I turned 30 last year and I feel like something really just clicked in my brain. I was like, okay, but you got to get your shit together. So my that's my piece of advice. Do it. 30 is yes. eight. <laughs> yes. That's real. That's real. I love yes. that. I love well, that. Thank you. So every episode, at the end of the episode, we give like words of advice which I feel like you just did gave some great ones or we do a WTF like we share like our what the fuck moments um of the week okay so you can think about yours you can go right away Shannon I don't know if you have one what you want to do yet I don't know okay um uh, my WTF moment so I went to the nail salon and um I go there pretty often, but I had skipped like a month. My schedule was pretty busy. And so when I finally went, you know, I was looking cute. I was happy to be there. So I go in and I see the lady who like normally does my pedicures. And, you know, she was more excited to see me than usual. And I'm just like, you know, this is weird, but okay. You know, so she was like, man, and she gave me this like really big hug and she was just embracing me. And I was like, you know, we never hug. And I've been going to this salon for like a year now. I'm like, this is crazy. 
So then I stepped back and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And she's like, yeah, you go to the bathroom. She like pushed me to the bathroom. She's oh. like, yeah, you go to the bathroom. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So I walk in the bathroom, just, you know, not paying any attention. And when I walked in the bathroom, I realized the bottom of my titty was hanging out my shirt. <laughs> she was trying to tell me, go fix myself. <laughs> you said the bottom of my titty. No, say, come here. Let me the bottom of the titty. That is so funny. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, so that's why she gave you a hug. Yeah, she was trying to see like, this baby in there. She was trying to lift that motherfucker back in there, but I know what. I said, get your hands off me, woman. <laughs> And I went in the bathroom and I just seen breasts and I was like, oh, this is crazy. So, and it's no telling how long it was like that because once they get so big, you don't feel much. So it probably was like that the whole time I was walking to from my car to the slime. Everyone on Hollywood Boulevard probably saw me. So, what what was like the shirt design? I'm so it was like two piece. Like you see how this? uh, I don't know if you can see me right now, but I had like a two piece on. You know the two piece little. Crop top, yeah, like yeah. I was in a crop top, and like you know, I don't like to wear bras all the time. I have nice boobs, so I didn't have a bra on, and it just slipped out from under. So, crop top titty, okay, dropping tops. That's funny. That is actually that's really good. I really like that. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how to turn that into some material. So (sighs) you have anything for us? Um well I was at Cheyenne's Bachelorette. I was away from my kids, so I was a little sad about that. But Boz, my cousin Allie watched Boz one night and they went to the park. He had such a fun time. But the next morning, he woke up with all these mosquito bites from being outside. Oh, no. So that was kind of like my WTF. Like, I know I have allergic reactions to mosquito bites. So I was just worried that Bozzy was having this, like, really bad allergic reaction. Because he had, like, over 20 little twenty little mosquito bites on his legs. Oh, Yeah, they really got him. Funny. Like, yeah, they um, got him bad. So that was my WTF. Other than that, you know. I'm chilling. You know me. <laughs> I really don't have a WTF. Um, let me fish out some advice in my in my <laughs> head. Uh, uh, I guess my advice would be honestly going on this Diane's uh, bachelorette party. Um, I just let loose. Be able to be with your friends. I think it's so important for women to go hang out with a, like your girl crew. I haven't done that in a long time. And I thought it was really refreshing to just be, have fun and let your hair down. So if you haven't yet gone out with your girls or had like a girl's trip, I would su- highly suggest yes. it. I think it's a much needed thing. Well, thank you for coming on, Delorean. You're so welcome. I'm so happy you got to come on and speak your piece and just talk us, tell us about all of everything. Uh, uh, Please.
tell us where can we find you? Yes, where can we find you? What's your Instagram? Your Instagram, your YouTube. Yes. Where can we see your material? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at keep it on the D Lo, keep it on the D E L O. Everything is on there. I tell people, look on there and you'll find everything you're looking for. I love yes. it. And you can find me at Hair by Shannon C. And you can find me at R. Kyle N. And you can find, sorry, y'all, Zaire is over here. It's nap time and he is, he's being oh, very fine. relentless right now. Outcrew um, any podcast platform. Please like, subscribe, leave comments. And we thank you for joining us today. You D yes, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.